This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi Wadjak Nunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging, and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Bentornati, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Italian Australian podcast. I'm Lucas Dacqui, and I'm here with my sister Josie. Josie, how are you? Good, Lucas. How are you? I'm very good. I'm super, super excited for this episode. We've got someone on all the way from Toronto, our first guest from Canada, definitely. Yes, yes, that's absolutely. Right. Uh, we've got a 13 hour time difference. So it's a little bit early in the morning for our guests, but this is someone who we've been fans of for, I'm not sure, maybe 10 years mm-hmm. or, I mean, a long, long time. Um, yeah. Someone who's done so much and will, um, won't hold up the introduction for too long. We'll get straight into introducing Mr. Giuseppe Mileka, also known as Giuseppe the MC. How are you, Giuseppe? Hello. Hi, Giuseppe. I'm, I'm, I'm great. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. We're, um, yeah, we got you up early this morning. We apologize for that. Oh, that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, somehow our, our distance <laughs> forces us to do it like that. That's okay. You're not yeah. too bad. You know, 13, hour, 13 hours is not a, a big difference. And, uh, you know, someone has to sacrifice the morning or an evening. So mm. that's you're true. Sacrificing, you're sacrificing your Saturday night to, as this is being recorded, right? And we know that it'll be podcasted later. And, Yep, I'm uh, early morning on Saturday, but we're good. This is great. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a sacrifice. Like I said, we're actually um, we're yeah, we're very excited to chat with you. Um, like I said, we love everything that you've done. Uh, big fans. Uh, we're really excited to see you perform in Australia. Uh, coming up in a couple of months, which we're going to touch on throughout this recording. And uh, if we're lucky enough to have you back on before the Perth show as well, we'll definitely love to do that. Um, to promote the show a little bit, but it's probably all going to be sold out by then. But um, yeah, we'll chat with you anytime that you're available. But I suppose, Josie, you'd like to take Giuseppe back to the early days like we do with our guests or? Yeah, like to... absolutely. But yeah, just would like to add that this is a um, pretty cool Saturday night for Lucas and I, definitely. Um, not sure what that says about our social <laughs> life that we're sitting in the spare room of my house um, on a Zoom call, but. Uh, it's um it's what I love to do anyway. I'm going to be talking about all this cool stuff. So um. Yeah, just actually before we start, um, we might just touch on, um, you've shared a few videos just recently as well. Um, your son, Domenico, um, is uh, going through a little bit of a hard time. He's doing really, really well. Um, I've loved to see how upbeat and how brave and positive he's been in the videos that you guys have shared. But if you just like to touch on a little bit, um, well, I know a lot of your fans already know, but just how um, a bit of an update maybe on your son. Absolutely, absolutely. So my son, uh, uh, Domenico, uh, 16 years old. Uh, about a month ago, we discovered that he has um, a, a bone cancer called uh, osteosarcoma. And uh, I don't know how well you know uh, uh, what the, the disease is itself, but it's a, there used to be someone in the 80s called uh, Terry Fox in Canada. And he's a gentleman who um, suffered and lost to osteosarcoma, but it basically he was a famous person, a famous Canadian who back in the eighties, they actually had, uh, lack of better terms, cut off his uh, leg below his knee. And he ran, ran across the country to raise awareness for uh, cancer and osteosarcoma and such. He's one of probably the most famous Canadians, uh, for us yeah, as Canadians. And, um, it's the same disease, but remember from the eighties and now it's a big difference. Uh, there's treatment. We have a, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to be all done for us in about uh, six months in terms of between uh, um, uh, treatment and uh, surgery. And uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, we try to, we keep our spirits up and we're positive. We have an incredible team here in, in Canada, uh, helping them out, helping us all out uh, along with our extended uh you know, with our family and such like that, we're moving along nicely. And uh, yes, we are ha- excited for him to get back on track with his life 
um, and just continue being a you know sixteen year old boy. You know yeah. what they should be doing, having yeah. a great time with their lives and and so on and so forth. So and thank you for um, uh, mentioning it. You know because this is actually you know sometimes you you know do interviews and so on and so forth and you don't you know you're always talking about the jolly stuff, but in life sometimes there's other things as well. And uh, I'm I'm glad to update um, your 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 listeners in, in Australia and the rest of the world that's listening to the podcast about what's going on with the sun. Thank you. No, th- thanks yeah. for speaking. We just wanted to... Thanks for sharing. Yeah, just mention something there. And um, if Domenico's tuning in, um, wish you all the best, mate. We're sure that you've got this. Um, you've seen so upbeat and brave already. Um, we're behind you and you, you can tackle this. And we look forward to hearing from you in six months, definitely. Um, and yeah, really wish you all the best in thinking of you. So, Giuseppe... Um, yeah, uh, we often take our guests back to sort of the start. And um, obviously, you're born in Canada to Calabresi parents. Um, when did your parents leave Italy to go to Canada? So my father left first. He uh, went in 1969. Okay. 1969. He flew there. And uh, the reason why I say that is because around that period of time, um, many Italians uh, were still taking the boat yes. to go to Canada as they were going to Australia. Um, and I guess because he was traveling on his own at the time, uh, he was able to hop on a plane and, and, and fly to Canada. And then he established himself there a bit, um, you know, set up a career. He's, he was, he's retired now. Uh, he actually just retired last year. But uh, he's an electrician by trade uh as you guys i believe would call a sparky we don't we don't use yeah, that in yeah. canada but yeah that's right and uh and um he went back in 1973 married my mom and brought her over so essentially uh last summer they've been married for 50 years and that's how long my mom's uh, been in canada and my dad a few years more yep very interesting i'd say that's probably in Australia, what I reckon, just around about the cutoff time, like our grandparents came. So my mum was born in Italy, but she was much younger when she came. But they've come out in the 50s and 60s, like early 60s. Mm. But there was people coming still through the 60s and maybe early 70s, but it was definitely starting to trickle out. I think Canada, you guys might have been similar, maybe even slightly behind us and people immigrating a little bit later than they were here. But I think it's pretty similar, actually, the experience for you guys to us. I think uh, absolutely, absolutely. I have uh, in in Perth actually, where you're you're located. I have um, my mum's first cousins are there now, so their family all immigrated from Canada all by boat. Uh, I was I was going to say a truckload, but man, we could say mm-hmm. a boatload of them. <laughs> yeah. To Australia, uh, and I think they went there. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they went there in the, the 50s. So, yeah. yeah, a little bit earlier, like Canada and Australia are very similar in terms of immigration uh, to, yeah, immigration of, uh, let's say if we're going to talk just Italians, right? In this in the United States, they started immigrating uh, several generations prior. So, you know, we would say like 19, 1900, early 1900s, to the 1920s, yeah. uh, there's a, a mass populace of Italians that went to, let's say, New York and other places um, to work on the railways and such. They, they, we, we like to brag that Italians uh, built Canada, and I, I, I'm confident Italians built Australia as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there was, was that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dad's favorite line yeah. all the time. It's like, we built this country, you know, and this, yeah. I mean, not really Only us, the Italians us, but um, yeah, him, you know, but it's, um, it's pretty funny. Don't think it was just the Italians, but. My my father is uh, <laughs> everywhere we drive. Oh, I did all the power there. He <laughs> he doesn't just say that he worked in the, let's say we drive by a city. Yeah. He says that he put up all of the power, yeah. like all of the, <laughs> like as if he was the only electrician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada. Oh, I did all the power in that city and I did all the power in that pocket over there. And then we went to Italy this summer and it, everything. Oh, I did the power over here. And wow, you weren't an electrician at uh, 15 years old. What are you talking about, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but according to him, 
and most Italians, uh, they built this country. And you know what? We could joke around about it, but they actually did, you know? So yeah, they did uh, massive look, contributions for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. But I look at my, uh, I look at my Australian cousins, that's my mom's, but they're my, my cousins, right? So, and they're in their eighties, sharp as a whip still. And, uh, you know, they told me with their humble beginnings of having moved there and literally living in shacks. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, all these kids had the choice to either go to school or, or the parents had the choice to either send their kids to school or send them to work. Well, I could tell you most likely they didn't go to school. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, they, they really did. They really did. Uh, their work ethic was because they had no choice. You leave a country, uh, and especially going to Australia, uh, you know, that's the other, it's the other, the, <laughs> another hemisphere, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, they really worked hard and built and, my cousins, when we drive around in Perth, oh, that's our place and that's our place. And we did that. And we did that. And we're like, wow, they worked hard for it. Right. So kudos to your, your grandparents who, uh, who uh, made that sacrifice. Yeah. No, they sacrificed a lot. And I think that's obviously a part of the reason that we're doing the podcast. Yeah, sort absolutely. Of highlight these things and like you do through all of your work and um, yeah, just to really keep these things alive and hold on to these things. And um, we feel very passionately right. about it. Um, but yeah, going back to your parents. So obviously, um, like you do an amazing, amazing job of impersonating them, and um, obviously, how how do I put it? Like you, you've got that skill to be able to do it. But I'm imagining, like so many of that generation now, they are super funny people. But to be able to do the skill to bring it to life in your videos is a whole other thing. Um, so how did you start with the videos and all that? I mean, I know you were doing like MC and maybe if you're doing stand up stuff before the videos, but right about the time that the um sketches got really big, you've sort of jumped on that, and now obviously you've got a massive following and the videos are just gold. So can you let us know a little bit about the beginnings there? Yes, definitely. So my career definitely started as an MC first, so, you know, that's hence my name, Giuseppe, the MC. Um, I've been had unprofessionally MCing for years since high school. Um, many years ago, back in the nineties, maybe neither of you were born that I'm not sure or not. <laughs> yeah. We were, but, born, uh, we were born in the late eighties. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. so you're in your 30s, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, good. So, you know, I was in high school between 1991 and 96. And I was, uh, you know, I got involved with the school. I was the president of the student council, so I ended up on the microphone. And I I, I, I noticed that if I was a funny MC for the, you know, the school events and such, that would get attention. And most comedians do comedy because we seek attention. That's our, that's our one of our... It's one of our biggest traits and downfalls in our, what brings us up. And then over the years, uh, I started emceeing events and I, I, I found that when I was especially emceeing events that were family driven, that I would say, okay, you know, let's tell a joke about uh, my mom or my dad. Uh, and I, I noticed that they got the biggest chuckle and the biggest, uh, you know, people were asking for more, tell more stories about your mom. And your dad, and but they were always all in English, obviously, okay. because you don't know what your audience is when you're going to these random places and see things. Slowly over time, as I started to progress and I started to choose this as a career, I was able to realize that when I when I was in a bigger audience that had Italians in that audience, uh, or when I started emceeing weddings, and you know they were mainly for Italian weddings, let's say, because that's but I was hired for, I would throw in a one line or two of, you know, the son and mother banter, um, you know, especially at weddings, the son leaving the mother is like a, a drastic thing, right? So, you know, like, you know, and I was using in, in my perspective, uh, leaving my mom to when I had got married. And over the years, I progressed a bit more more with these stories and i started started converting these stories from english to at yeah, to one point or you know these jokes i would say on stage they would start to be like you know 20 percent, 30 percent italian i really started to, and when i say italian i say my italian calabrese right yeah uh, because uh, not everybody understands calabrese that's for sure and um we sorry we i uh started to find that the audience started to love it more and more and more. And then at a certain point, um, 
you know, the, the turning point for me was my sister's wedding. Uh, this was back in 2013. And I wasn't the MC of the wedding. At this point, I already had five, six years of uh, wedding MCing experience. I was getting hired. People were paying me to show up to, you know, be the MC of the wedding. And, uh, but at my sister's wedding, I was just, I was in the bridal party, not, not the MC. You know, it's obviously you can't MC the wedding when you're busy, you know, with the family stuff. Yeah. And I said the, the brother speech and the brother speech, because I had a lot of family come from Italy, I had literally said the entire speech in Calabresa. It was mm -hmm. 25 minutes long. And the entire speech was about how my mother loves my new brother-in-law more than me. Yeah. Which I'm confident is true. <laughs> so, and, uh, and, you know, being the whole thing, saying the whole thing in Calabresa, because a lot of the family was in from Italy to uh, attend the wedding, it was this surgence of, you know, people at the end of the speech, like, you know, I, you know, once we started dancing and, you know, the weddings, uh, you know, the fun, the dancing part of the wedding, people were coming up to me and saying, um, you know, uh, that was the greatest speech I ever heard in my life, you know, because I was really like using my mom's voice. Yeah. Uh, and that, and yes, I was really using my mom's voice in this speech a lot about me. It was me and my mom in the speech arguing over, him the new the the, the my brother-in-law and so on and so forth and then from there uh the, you know there was a particular guest at the wedding who in her 80s was calling my father every day asking for the wedding video like you know who asks for a cop they wanted a copy of the wedding video i said how do you give a copy to a wedding video at first it wasn't even my wedding so you know, i don't ask my sister <laughs> for her wedding video so i could give to uh, I mean, she's not a stranger, but, you know, a paisana wasn't even related. Um, and she asked my father every day, and my father was asking me, I said, tell her I'm going to do a show and leave me alone, right? And so I, I rented a, I don't know what I was thinking, but I rented a theater, uh, a movie theater that was, you know, it didn't cost too much, and they had a stage. And I said, uh, you know, as long as I... Uh, uh, you know, the cost wasn't too much. As long as I sell, let's say, 100 tickets, I would cover my cost. And I did. And uh, I ended up selling out two shows at 400 people each. It was the weirdest thing. I had never done. I mean, it was always stand-up what I was doing, stand-up comedy. But it was never, you know, I never, no one had ever paid me to, to yeah. do comedy. And wow. uh, and was that show yeah. in Calabresi predominantly? It was, uh, about again, about... 30, 40% in Calabresa. So I would do the setup in English. Yeah. And then immediately, I do have the ability to switch my voice over to my mom's voice. I yeah. heard it. So, <laughs> the best. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's not edited. So, you know, a lot of my peers who are all wonderful, they do great videos as well. They do edit their voice. You know, they find a way to lower it or uh, raise it on, uh, you know, on the editing softwares. Okay. I didn't I don't realize know. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're new at all this stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. We just like watching the stuff um for the last, I don't know, yeah, 30 years, but we've never really been speaking to people until recently. So yeah. Yeah, learning lots of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, and it's great. And and uh and so let's just say the show had gone extremely well and I had uh I quit my job the next day. Like I had a very I had a great job. I was a finance manager in a car dealership. Uh, it was, you know, wow. a very high paying job. I had a free car and it was, you know, like wow. car dealerships, like, you know, a boys That's club, awesome. you know, like it, it was, it was, it was great, but I quit my job. I just, I, I had such a passion for this. Um, Cause all those things, all those events that I was in seeing and such, I was always at my happiest point when I was doing that. And then I'd go to work and I'd be depressed. I didn't want to be there. It was mm -hmm. just like, I don't want to do this. I want to, you know, and I wasn't even earning any money uh, doing those things. I was earning a little bit, but nothing worth like yeah. sacrificing your income for. And after those shows, I had quit my job and I'm like, oh, I'm going to start to tour Canada. I wasn't even thinking anywhere else. And 
I, I had a lot of time on my hands because I quit my job. Yeah. And I started at that point is when and this is back in 93, like I said, I'm sorry, at this point is that 2015, uh, sorry, 2015. And um, Instagram had just started to allow us to do 15 second videos. And so, you know, back then it was all photos. If you remember Instagram in the, in the beginning, it was just yeah. pictures. I didn't, I didn't and have it, but yeah, remember. No, I, I wasn't a user of I it. I wasn't a user, but I, I remember kind of how it was meant to be used. Take like, your word for yeah. it though, Giuseppe. Yeah. So, so I believe you. New. First yeah. off, I didn't even, you know, around the same time I had just gotten an, uh, an Android phone at, at the time I had a Blackberry and uh, the phone didn't have the capacity to have Instagram. And so I started hearing about this Instagram and, you know, Facebook had just come out a few years earlier. So, you know, I just started to use Facebook and stuff. And then Facebook bought out Instagram, if you know the, you know, the whole story behind it all. And, and at this point, let's say in 2015, they started allowing 15 second videos. And so, you know, I had just learned how to use Instagram to make posters and market my, my first show there, that show that I had done. But when I say market, you know, I had like a thousand followers. It was my cousins. Like, you know, I, I was just calling them to buy tickets. So I wasn't really marketing or not. I wasn't quite sure. But when they allowed us to make these 15 second videos, I started trying to come up with creative things to do. Uh, you know, I started, you know, the first few videos are all the fun things you can do with Nutella, right? I make a quick video or something with Nutella. And then, uh, you know, just quirky videos. And then one day I decided to do a... Um, a video called the Calabrese uh, word of the day. Yeah. Watch. I reckon I've yeah. seen all of them. Yeah. That one I can remember. Yeah. 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 So my first one, so there were always phrases, but the first one was the word of the day, uh, which was uh, in uh, uh, Cipangolo. Mm -hmm. And Cipangolo in my dialect. It's uh, the same as us. Uh, yeah. Watermelon. Yeah, so same as our dialect. Because no. you're from Siderno, Giuseppe. Is that right? Obviously across, because we're from... More over the other side, uh, where our where our grandparents were from there, but uh, the, there's a subtle differences in our dialect and our dad's dialect, but it's overall pretty similar to you guys on the other coast. It's pretty similar. And it's it's funny how you say that you know you say Tsapangalo as well, where there's some towns over they don't say the word Tsapangalo. Mm. Yeah, and so, I thought it was the whole region down there, but there you go. Yeah. Oh no no no! There was a lot of Calabresum after that video. Oh, reaching really? out to us. So a lot of people said, what are you talking about? I don't yeah, know. It's, 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 up north and everywhere else that they don't say it. But yeah, I thought I thought the whole of... Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, so this... That video sparked, like, uh, you know, a big jump in my... And when I say a big jump, I had gained, like, 15 followers, which at the time, for me, it was like I had, uh, you know, I had a million. Yeah. And... Then I said, okay, I'm going to make one the next day. And I did the next day. And I did, uh, you know, what does the word, uh, what does the phrase, I won the East mean? You know, where did you go? Mm -hmm. And that started to move, move forward, move forward. And I started making more and more of these videos, calabreses of, of the day. People were looking forward to them. And then it was, I had a wig, which is the wig that you see now. Yeah. It was a wig that I used to, it wasn't even, it's not even mine. It's my cousin Rocco's. I hope he doesn't ask for it back because I'm uh, being in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Why but, did you uh, have this week? So we are big Halloween buffs and we like to dress okay. up a lot. And we would, and disco buffs. We love disco, dancing, disco. And I don't know where he would find these wigs at thrift stores or so and so, so or whatever, which maybe in the long run, I shouldn't be wearing a wig from a thrift store. But <laughs> um, he had this wig and I had borrowed it. He had lent it to me when we went to a disco party, right? And so I had this hair and I, you know, I grew the basset to there and the, the side and the sideburns and such. And uh, it was laying around. And then, I don't know, I had this idea for a video for my mom. And I had already done my show as well as several, you know, the speeches and stuff. So I already had had this mom video of mom experience. And, you know, I had this new phone, Android phone. I said, okay, maybe I can edit right on the phone and and such and i started i had a video and the video was uh me talking with my mom she calls me 
And she says, did you say, right? Do you want to come eat here? And I would I'd say, I don't know, Ma, what do you, uh, depends what do you, the doctor said, I can't eat certain things because, you know, I got to lose weight. And she goes, I'm making pasta. And I'm like, no, I can't. I definitely can't have that. And she says to me, uh, you know, why you don't love me anymore? <laughs> and I said, okay, Ma, don't worry, I'm coming. This video, I put it out there. And within 24 hours, I started receiving messages from around the world. All right. Mainly from Australia. Okay. I think we have a and lot of was... um, Calabresi people here. So yes. I think, um, yeah, there's a, well, as you know, there's obviously a market for you here, but that's why we particularly love it because those the jokes, that, the way that you do it, there's just something about it in the dialect. Obviously, we're biased because that's you know our diet as well. But it's just so much better. The punchlines and the words and the expressions is the best. Like it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a crazy thing. So I started receiving these messages on Instagram and Face Facebook a lot more at the time. Facebook was the algorithms were a lot better, and when you posted something, people actually saw it. Yeah. And now it's just, now it's just a marketing mess. You can't even. It's a disaster. I, I post things there, but it's like it's gone. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. And I started getting messages from uh, like Australia, people saying, hey, you speak like us. Mm. You speak like us. So this tour that I decided I was going to set up, I thought it was going to be, you know, naturally from Toronto, you would go to Montreal. It's a one hour flight, a six hour drive. Then I said, okay, I'll start to pick other cities like, you know, around Toronto. But these messages started saying, when are you coming here to perform? When are you coming here to perform? Because now these people are looking through my old Instagram, mm. the photos, and they could see the old posters. So they knew that I performed. Because I never had said once in these videos, hey, I'm doing a show. So I had nothing set up. And within a year of doing, of posting that first video, I was touring Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, is that when you came with Nikki D'Agostino, like when Nikki was with you and James Liotta? And was that that one there? Yeah. That's yeah, right. I remember That's that one too... there. Um, you guys made, so... you didn't end up getting down to Bunbury because I live like a little bit. I'm two hours away from Perth where we are together now. I remember you guys were coming down that way and I think it didn't happen in the end, but I remember I contacted yourself and I think James and, but yeah, it didn't, it didn't happen in the end, but I was hoping to meet you guys because we had a family business then we had an Italian restaurant and I think we're going to try and do something. It was a long time ago, like almost 10 years ago, but um, yeah, I remember it didn't quite happen. I was shattered. Yeah. So I can, I can remember about the, it was, I wasn't going to be in Bunbury or Harvey. I yeah, I think, I, think, Harvey. I think you're going to go to both, actually. I think Harvey's a little bit out of Bunbury. It's got a massive Italian, mainly Calabresi. 100%. I mean, there's only a couple of thousand people live there, but it's all Italian immigrants. Yes. Yeah. So it was in, it was in, uh, it was one of the two. I don't, I don't quite remember. I was, uh, so <laughs> it was the first show I ever, and I, I'm, I'm okay to say this, and you know, that it was the first show I had ever canceled. And, and, and it wasn't because, so I had, but the plan was to do uh, uh, Bunbury, Perth, uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Nikki, uh, her family's from, originally from Harvey. Yes. She said, you know, you got to do. Yeah. 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 So, so she had, so she said, well, Giuseppe, we got to go there. We got to go there. I'm like, okay, uh, sure. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know the, I don't know anything. <laughs> I knew of Perth because my cousins were of Perth. Everyone knows, respectively speaking, Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. And then I said, okay, we'll do Adelaide. Okay. And uh, and then she said, we got to do this town. We have to do this town. But I discovered that maybe not everybody has the internet over there. So, because nobody knew about the show. <laughs> so, okay. so we had, uh, it was just, it hadn't, it hadn't uh, sold. And so what I had done was I'd, I'd called up our message, the people that did buy the tickets in these, in, and uh, uh, it was it was Bunbury, yeah. And uh, and I said, hey, just if you don't mind doing the drive, come up to come up to Perth, and most of them did. So yeah. it worked out at the end. And you know, uh, you know, in this, you have to check your ego at the door. That not everybody, and I'm saying this now, eight years later, um, that not everybody knows who you are. Not everybody has, you know, access, you know, everybody's seen the videos and so on and so forth. And, you know, and it still doesn't translate to, even if they do know you, that they're going to come buy tickets. Right. So yeah, I do believe that in every city you need somebody, an appoggio, we say, right. To, 
to help market the show. Yeah. Perth, I had sold it out, but it's because I have cousins there. They, yeah. got, you know, I, you know, I, my social media had only can only get get me so far, even to this date. Mm-hmm. You, know, uh, you know, I know that I'm modestly a little more popular than I was eight years ago, but I'm still on the phone calling people to come out to the shows and messaging them and say, Hey, by the way, I'm coming out, you know, would you like to come out and so on and so forth? And yeah. But in essence, to answer the original question was, uh, you know, this all started about from there. It started from, it's amazing. From weddings to MC and seeing to, you know, introducing my mom's uh, character and, and uh, yeah. And all the videos are, they're actual true stories. Like yeah, which makes them so much funny. Again, that's the thing because obviously when we've got the Italian parents and grandparents and you can tell they're true. And like I said, you've got the skill to be able to translate that across into the videos. And I think also the way you um, use the expressions as well. Like, I, love, I love your dad's character as well now. I think you incorporated it a little bit down down the track to join the videos. And yeah. it's just so funny how you do the, um, you know, impersonations and it's exactly how they are. Hey, Bessie, mm, like that, yeah. you know, the non-nulls and that, how you do them. It's, yeah, really good. You'll 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 know that uh, anytime you watch a video, most likely what happened in that video, uh, it occurred maybe within the week prior. Yeah, so okay. something happens and I'm like, okay, I got to write that down. <laughs> and then, then, uh, and then I start shooting the video and edit and then it comes out usually on my, I usually have a, uh, you know, on my Saturday morning, which to be honest, I, I know that this is going to be broadcasted later, but uh, I would be, you know, airing a new video in about an hour, right? So oh, right, okay. that's my, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. And, uh, you know, it's a comedy. They're comedy videos, but they're really uh, a documentary of my life, right? Yeah. yeah. And our lives, our lives. You know, I, I choose to express myself through, you know, these comedy videos and comedy shows. You both choose to express yourself through this podcast, you know, and, and uh, you have this very unique name, the Italian Australian in, in podcast, which is, you know, like I would imagine like somebody would have got it first, you know, and it, maybe there is another oh, one no. out there. It's, it's yeah. amazing. It's just, no, there's not. Obviously, just that um, you've been on the Italian American podcast, um, which yeah. is that episode you did back with John and Rosella a couple of years ago, whenever it was, um, it was a great episode. That's right. And then, so yeah. we basically become big fans of that podcast. And then I used to like just wind Josie up and have a, laugh because we've got zero experience at this but i'll say josie like why don't we start one for a few months and she was just saying don't be stupid no one's gonna listen to us what do we know anyway i kept going and going and going and then in the end we started one so we contacted those guys and we ended up going on their podcast as well and they were sort of happy for us to have the name and sort of be like a little bit of an affiliate show and we'll be working together on some things in the future and um always being in contact so we just took that name italian australian podcast and um it really is quite a strong name but i mean there's a few like sort of Italian sort of theme things around, but there's nothing kind of like this exact style, which is really good. And I mean, if yeah. we have to be the ones to do it, I'm happy to give it a go. Yeah, and it's um, surprising though. Like, I, I was very surprised that, um, yeah, it hadn't been done before. And not to say that we're the like first Italian Australians to do a podcast, no, but not course. like not dedicated to, um, yeah, being Italian Australian no, and right. exploring it. It's great. It's great that you were able to score the name. Uh, and it's really great that you're able to work with John and Rosella. Uh, you know, and you and know, Pat, it's like an honor. Yeah. yeah, you got to mention Pat. I, I'm, I don't think Pat was on. Was when I, was he? No, he wasn't on the episode. I, did, I, I didn't was on. think he was. He was away doing something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was just, uh, we had, um, I was coming into New York by chance and I was already friends with Rosella. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know where she said, Giuseppe, you want to be on the podcast? I'm like, yeah. And then she goes, and okay, go meet John at his, like, I actually was in studio, which was oh, great. Cool. Um, and they were wonderful. They're, they're great. And what they're, I will tell you though, that, so the Americans, uh, sometimes we make fun of them, all of us, you know, because they're a few generations out. Uh, they, maybe their, their Italian is not as great as ours, but it's, you know, it's not their fault. You know, my children's Italian is not as great as mine is. Um, but they will, they hold on to that heritage. Yes, and they couldn't really, agree more. Yep. They celebrate it. And, uh, you know, especially that particular podcast, they 
really dive deep into the history. Oh, it's so good. They're yeah, amazing. I, I, I live for that podcast. It's yeah. so interesting. And like you said, but like, especially Pat, he's, I mean, they've all got um, a good sense of humor, that sort of thing. But Pat could almost do stand up as well. He's yeah. so funny. Um, but then yeah. he also can go really deep and serious. And you learn, you learn when you listen to their podcast, you laugh when you listen to their podcast. It, like you said, they've done an amazing job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they are, they are educated on, on the topic. And, you know, if I can give you any advice is to really, you know, keep digging, keep mm -hmm. pushing, keep learning the history, taking this podcast and, and, and really, you know, it's one thing to interview me, a comedian. Okay. You know, I, I have my part and such, but there are people in the community that have really done important things, especially in Australia, like, you know, and, no, that's good and advice. Uh, yeah. And they, and, you know, you know, sometimes you interview, you know, maybe not somebody who's popular online or, you know, for lack of better terms, famous. But man, if you start to really start to talk to people and know the history, you'll learn how important it was for Australian uh, Italians to come to Australia yeah. for also for Australia, you know. Mm -hmm. And again, like we mentioned earlier, you know, we built. We really did. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is this is great. I'm proud of you both to have uh, oh, made this. Well, was it this week's episode that just came out? Was about Giovanni, or was it uh, last week's episode? Yeah. Yeah. So our last episode, um, Lucas interviewed his um neighbor lives across the road from him, and he's 95 year old gentleman. He's definitely not an Instagram um <laughs> celebrity or anything. Oh. And um, that yeah, was a lovely um chat that they had, and then we had a bit of a talk um before the clip. Um, and that's been very, very popular. And it was so the first one we did in Italian because I wanted to capture with him his proper story. And, you know, sometimes with like the broken English and it just doesn't sort of translate. So we've got pretty good feedback from most of our listeners. We mm. we, we do have um, the non-Italian listeners as well. So, I mean, I can't say we're going to start to bring out Italian language podcasts every week, but I think every now and then with the non-Ni, it's such a beautiful thing to do. Get their full story. Oh, then we kind of translated it after anyway. So um, that's good. That's really, really good. Cool. That's good. It was good for you. Yeah, no, we definitely like to be able to do do that because, um, yeah, we've chatted with a few different performers, but you know, everybody's still got their own story and um, you know, different things that we can talk about. Plus, obviously, as you know, we don't have a script, so it's you know really good to see where the conversation goes. But then, yeah, we've also in um, interviewed people who, um, yeah, are not celebrities, and yeah, we've got a, yeah got a list coming up, same kind of thing, um, even a few relatives. Um, people in the community and then you yeah, said that from the start hey yeah we, we were we weren't interested in say every week a really big name we wanted like a big story that was sort of what i was saying to my friends and lots of my friends that's got a link and they know a famous sports person or a famous person with an italian surname and lots of people saying oh i could probably get them on for you and i could get them on which is cool as well but we sort of said we'd rather speak to literally the next door neighbor who's got an amazing story about the culture really? and what they've done so that's sort of what we've been traveling most weeks um it is but i guess um Kind of that reminds me, though, we are actually meant to be um, talking a bit about your show. Yeah, no, that is coming up. I've got it here. Um, haven't, and this is what happens with us a lot of the time. It's just so nice having um, having a chat, but um, it would be... Um, we do great. need to speak about Giuseppe, uh, sorry, to Giuseppe about his show. So, yes. Giuseppe, if I've got this correct still, you, you will be visiting Canberra, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, and, of course, the lovely Perth where we are. You've got those six cities over here. Yes, yes. And I will tell you uh, that there's a bit of a, a surprise as well for Perth. Okay. Um, that not only my, so my last shows in Perth. Oh, yep, great. Out of the entire tour. Yep. But I'm also arriving in Perth first because um, it hasn't been officially announced, but, you know, I've, I've, I've made reference to it uh, on another Australian podcast, so I'll say it to you as well, is um, that I'm also going to be a part of the uh, Perth Italian Festa. Oh, so this, oh, awesome. Awesome. this awesome. Yeah, we we will be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'd love yeah, to meet. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Oh, even that would be great. That would be yeah. great. No, it's uh, it's really great, and uh, you know James Liotta, he's the MC. He's going to be absolutely mm -hmm. spectacular. You know, yeah. we've worked together for years, and a great friend of mine and and they had reached out to me when they heard that I was coming and I, I 
you know, luckily I hadn't booked my flights yet. And I said, uh, sure, why not? Why don't I come out a week earlier? And uh, I'm excited to be a part of that festa um, because it's the first one. It's a big yes. one. That's yeah. And it's, uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I won't be, I mean, I'll be performing a little bit, but I really want to do more like getting involved with like really get, getting to know the community and uh, doing some funny skits with them uh you know live one on one on one and uh yeah so it is those six shows and then of course i'm coming out to perth early for the uh for the festa which is great uh, yeah really we're excited. really excited for that as well we um we actually just had a coffee with frank today who's um one of the main organizers um for yeah, that and Wonderful. yeah he was telling us a bit more about it and yeah it just sounds like something so um so positive for perth so yeah, we're really excited. Yeah, no, I'm sure Perth's gonna get around it. Um, there's so many Italians here, and the way this one sounds like it's being put together, um, with the likes of yourself, Giuseppe and James, and um, Etta uh, Delia as well, who we had on the podcast recently, we'll be performing, mm. and lo- lots of other amazing things are gonna be happening. So I'm I'm super confident it's gonna be an amazing festival, no doubt. I'm 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 act- I'm truly excited. I'm yep. truly excited for it. I'm truly excited that even the show that I'm doing, it's, you know, I'm returning back to the WA Italian club in Perth and they'll be, they're celebrating their 90th year. Yeah. I've seen that. Yes. They are, they are the oldest uh, Italian club in the world. Yes. That's like, correct. Like consecutive years. Yes. Uh, and which is spectacular. Yeah. Mm. It's spectacular yeah. that, 90 years worth and remember so italians came there and then it's not like you know the next day you have a club so mm, imagine how long australian italians have been in australia where eventually they say oh maybe we should start a club yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh so 90 years is it's uh, a top it's, it is spectacular and that fest is going to be great and i'm uh, really excited about uh this tour um um, because it's going to be my biggest Australian tour. I was going to so say, you've been here before several times. Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Always in bits and pieces. So it's either I came, you know, that first round, mm-hmm. I did Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. And then the next round, uh, I had done just Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. And then I came back and I did Perth, and um, Brisbane for the first time, which was a new market for me. And so now I said, okay, I can return to all those cities. I had never in my wildest dreams thought I was going to go to Canberra Hmm. Uh, because, you know, you only go where you're getting responses. Mm, You know, if if people aren't saying, hey, we love your videos. When are you coming to Canberra? Then I would say, hey, I can come. But I wasn't. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I didn't think. And then, you know, this, uh, this great couple reached out to me and says, Hey, well, why don't you come to Canberra? I'm like, I'd love to, if you can organize it. But, you know, I've said that, you know, how many places I've said that to mm. all around the world and people yeah. in, in, in Argentina and Germany and Belgium, they say, why don't you come here? I'm like, great, organize it. I don't, I don't know your market mm. that well, your city that well. And this couple did. And they're, oh. Yeah they're just they just put everything together Tato and uh and uh, nicolina and they they just organized it and out of nowhere you know i got the venue and it's already like they've already sold, like in three days we sold like a few hundred tickets this is great oh, it might awesome. be my biggest wow. it might be my biggest show in australia i've never considered canberra in terms of its um Italian Australian um like population. Yeah, I've never I, I, about it much, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've I, never thought about it. I've um I, I wouldn't know what to say, but they obviously have yeah. um people who are fans of your show, which obviously you don't have to be just Italian or just Calabresi. So yeah, I, I just I didn't know. I didn't know. And I will tell you that, and uh, you know, not to name drop here, but you know, Joe Avadi really laid out the groundwork mm-hmm. for to figure out where the Italians are. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but when he does a show, you know, he gets, you know, multiple cities, the, you know, it sells up. I, I, I just, so then I know that there are Italians there. Like, you know, yeah, it's not. Yeah. 
That's actually yeah, very smart, though, because I'd never thought about that. Like I said, I hadn't even considered it, and that makes good I, sense. So I always say if Joe's been there, there's Italians. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. and yeah, and uh, you know we're we're great friends now. You know, but I was a fan. You know, like. I was a fan like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, 20 years prior, you know, and uh, not to date him, but, you know, he's, you know, he's now he's going to, I think it's 28th year of comedy, 27, yeah. 28 years. And um, he's, uh, yeah. So these cities, you know, you don't know, you don't know, oh, and you don't, right. you know, you test, you know, you test it out. And just because you know that there's Italians there, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to come out, you know? Yes. Hence, well, that's the uh, thing. Yes. Yeah, but maybe if I did a show now in Bumbry, sure that would come up because now I'm, you know, this is years later and oh, yeah, so yeah, and so. You always need that catalyst, that someone, that drive, and you know, I'm going to Canberra and I'm excited and I'm going to try to pull off um, going to um, uh, Darwin because apparently oh, yeah. there's a big community of Italians in Darwin. Yeah, I know so, there's a really big festival up there. Um, yeah. I think James mentioned yeah, on the James podcast. Yeah, James does that one. It might have been the biggest one around the country. but I, That's what James I said. I, I don't know about if it's um, a lot of Italians that live there um, or not, but they definitely do have a very big Italian festival. So possibly there are a lot of Italians there. They get big numbers there, um, apparently, yeah. No, that's good. Although no, that's that good. does we'll... show that um, there must be a community that's interested in Italian stuff. You know, either way, yeah, exactly. So even if they're not actually um, of Italian descent, mm -hmm. um, yeah, considering they have that festa, good chance that um, they'll be interested in your show as well. So big time, absolutely, absolutely. And if not, I'm very, very content, very happy that you know this is uh, you know six cities plus again Perth for the the festa. So I'm essentially being a part of seven major events there, and I'm excited. I'm excited to come there. Um, you know, I, uh, as you mentioned earlier about my son, I had to make some rearrangements for mm -hmm. some of my shows just because of the scheduling and such. But I was able to keep Australia and I'm, you know, so happy about that. Um, you know, the other cities that I've chosen, it's okay. I can move them. It's easier. But, you know, when you decide to fly from, you know, this is, mm. I'm going to be traveling for, you know, especially to come to Perth first. Yeah. Remember, we know. Twenty-four long. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the most isolated city in the world. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so I, I I relate Perth to Vancouver, so Toronto and Montreal are on the east side of the country, and then Vancouver is all the way on the west side of the country. Right. Yeah. But at least with Canada, there's cities in between. There's mm. major cities yeah. in between, like Calgary and Winnipeg and a few others. With Australia, it's Perth. Yeah, and yeah. everything else is on the other. Everything else is on the other side. Drive for days, you won't see yeah. much. Yeah. literally driving for days. No, that's and, right. And yeah. I was thinking that um, though, um, looking at your lineup for Australia, so that is um, a very impressive, a very impressive lineup that you've got. Yeah, considering it's not just um, so easy to travel to Australia and then travel around Australia. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, and you know it's the you know it's you know once you get out of Perth. <laughs> And you get to the other side, then there's no concerns of flights. You know, there's a one hour flight and so on and so forth. But the Perth flight is is long. So you know, coming from Canada, it's not. You know, normally you're you're bank you're preparing yourself for 24 to 28 hours, depending on the layovers. But then you got to tack on another five to six hours. You know, between layover and flight to to Perth. So it's uh, I'm preparing for that. Thank God they have uh, you know television screen like you know the little video screens now on the on the flights. Uh, because I don't know what people did back in the yeah. 70s and 80s when you, know, you had nothing. You just had to sit there. Uh, um, yeah. And I can imagine the people that took a boat. Yeah. A day, That's it. A month, a month, a month more on a boat. Yeah. It was, I was about, it was about 28 days, so a month. Yeah. But I think our Nunu, we've said it a few times on the podcast, I think he kind of enjoyed it. Like, um, played cards, probably drank Yeah. Wine. Like he, he actually went back on the oh. boat to visit family and come back, I'm pretty sure, on the boat. Like he went back in sometime in the 60s to see his parents and stuff. And um, yeah, you couldn't fly. So the boat, I don't think bothered him too much. Huh? He, um, no, but, but... Uh, sure. if he made some friends and they were just, uh, 
they had access to wine and carbs. Yeah, yeah he would have been in that circle. He was that <laughs> exception. He was the life of the party type guy. Yeah, and he loved, was, yeah. loved a vino and a story. And just know that when your nonno was taking that boat, there was the entertainment level in the world wasn't that high. Yes. So yeah. anything, anything would be like, oh, cards. Yeah, great. Let's play cards for hours now with, with our phones and uh, the distractions and all the shows you have access to and, and just anything in general. Yeah, it's over like anything. That's true. It is. It's yeah, such, no, that's that, true. Such a good point. Yeah, couldn't agree we more. So many, yeah, yeah, we have so many things going on. I got twenty things to do today. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no probably sure. did twenty things a year. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not good for us too much, yeah. you know. I mean, look, there's positives, but then also, it's good. One and once in a while, it's, it is really good to slow down and you know just actually like look around and you know observe what's going on, which I'm sure he would have been doing on the boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would have had a good time. Yeah, he would have done. Um, so. Giuseppe, I feel like we've taken up a fair bit of your time yeah. during how early it is. Um, So we'd just like to thank you so much for coming on. It's been an awesome chat. Um, We can't oh, wait to see you perform. We can't make to, uh, wait to meet you at the Perth Italian Festival. That's Saturday, April 6th. Um, your show in Perth, uh, WA Italian Club on Saturday, April 27th. Have I got that correct? That's right. I That's, believe. Yes, April 27th. Yeah, I should have right. got the notes. I was reading that out of my head, but um, no, we can um, we will link okay. to everything in the show notes anyhow, so that'll all be perfect. That's right. Um, if you haven't got your tickets already, everybody, um, make sure wherever um you are in Australia that you there's a city near it. you. Doesn't matter where you yep. are. There's Canberra, right. Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth. Uh, but we'll we'll be linking to this stuff That's as the right. dates approach. We and will. Giuseppe, if we're lucky enough to have you back on the show, we'd love to hear from you yeah. once you land in Australia. We can have you on again. Oh, yes. Yep. 27th of April. Absolutely. Just found it. It's already in our calendar. We've got our tickets. Yes. So, oh, thank yes. you so much. <laughs> thank you for supporting I'll me. Wait. Thank you for having me. And uh, like I said earlier, keep doing what you're doing because this is, uh, it's not only a fun thing for you to do and say, you know, you're, we started a podcast, but this is actually uh, essential. It's essential mm -hmm. to do stuff like this and, and um yeah keep up keep up the great work I'm, I'm very happy to have been on board and i can't wait to you know physically meet you when we're there and uh yeah we can chat anytime you like i'd be more than happy to jump on thank you so thanks much thanks so much okay well enjoy the rest of your saturday giuseppe and yeah thanks again and we'll have thank a you, thank new you. episode for you guys next week thank you once again for listening and ciao for now ciao for now Thank you.